Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Huh? We came in a little late. <laughs> Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Yellow. Uh, you know, I, I want to point out we're not doing a six foot distance here thing. And no, I'm not me, coughing either. It's though. making me very uncomfortable. Do I look sick? Do I look ill? Uh, no more so than usual. <laughs> okay. So um, I look sick of spirit, is what you're saying. Sure. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Um, all right. Well, we were talking about what we want to talk about before this, um, doing our pre-show show stuff. Mm-hmm. And only, only the, the, uh, donating members get to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's going to see it is what you're saying. So, um, but, uh, I think this is going to take up a huge chunk of our time here. Um, we want to talk about the whole Joe Rogan controversy. Yep. So... You want to go ahead and kick it off? Sure. Well, uh, Joe Rogan was on YouTube and he moved to Spotify exclusively, so he doesn't do anything on YouTube anymore. I take it. Well, no, he put full. He used to put full episodes out on YouTube for free. He's mm-hmm. always been free from the beginning. So he would just put his stuff out. So now you can't get entire shows on, but you can get tons of Joe Rogan clips. Okay. I think that uh, even under JRE experience or JRE podcast is like the joe rogan experience you can see like jordan peterson just did one with him which of course the left is going to lose their fucking minds over but um he basically explains the symbolism of the cross and stuff so that's like 10 minutes it's on there so joe rogan's a guy i'm not a huge fan i mean uh, i like what he does i think what he does is important and he's a guy that doesn't pretend to be a, a newsman doesn't pretend to um to try to um put out fair and balanced reporting or anything like that the guy just has things that he's interested in he goes oh i want to talk to this person seems interesting so suffice it to say you like him maybe like 10 times more than you like den crenshaw yes okay absolutely (laughs) um but uh so he he has people on his show because he wants to have a long-form discussion with people about things he's interested in or things he doesn't know about and he wants to learn about that's what that's the impression i get so he's not trying to inform the public things he's just himself saying you know what i uh i want to learn something or i i want to discuss in in depth something and um you know some people might want to hear that that's basically his attitude and and uh it's been his attitude since you know since he started i believe and and he'd have um people on the show that were you know not considered fringe but they weren't like mainstream people but nobody gave a shit until he became the number one podcast. And now now they're worried because he has too much undue influence. That's the problem with the left has with him, I guess, right now. Um, I'm trying to look the, up these stats while we're talking. He, uh, We've got, I know people that they're upset because of his uh, stance or because he, when he got COVID, uh, before he got COVID, he was talking about how young people don't really need to worry about it, which is true. And then when he got COVID, he, uh, one of the quotes was he threw the kitchen, him and his doctor threw the kitchen sink at it, meaning that he took ivermectin and all the stuff, um, the, the, 
therapeutics that the um, administration, the Democrats, want to suppress. They, they, they were going whole hog on the vaccine, and they didn't want anybody expressing, hey, you know, maybe there's an alternative. Maybe there's therapeutics that work better or in conjunction with or any of that with with the vaccine instead of or with the vaccine they didn't they didn't want that out there so uh they paint him as a as a fringe guy t- uh, taking horse paste and uh almost literally painted him because cnn changed colored, the color of his yeah. skin to make him look uh, unhealthy or, or yeah they more, washed uh, out the whole video and yeah and he said look what you did. and they said no he, no we didn't so he took his original video and their video and ran them side by side yeah and it was obvious that they it's like did. wasn't it a newspaper that they ran a picture of oj and they darkened him and he got in trouble for doing that oj simpson i don't know yeah but uh yeah so so you know i the uh what's his name um neil young mm-hmm. uh decided that uh you know since spotify has rogan and, and rogan is is uh, anti-vax quote unquote that you know it's either rogan or him and, and spotify is like okay well, first of all, Neil Young's voice in rock and roll is probably second worst only to Bob Dylan, who, yeah, great songwriter, terrible voice. Yeah. Um, Bob second, Dylan, yeah. Yeah, well, Neil Young, too. Neil Young always sounds like he's shitting out a pineapple every time he sings. Um, but he was complaining about how CDs were wrecking, this is 20 years ago, wrecking music quality. And he didn't want radio stations to play his stuff. He's he's done all this stuff before. He has his little temper tantrums. And here's the thing. 95% of people who will ever listen to Spotify will never ask to listen to Neil Young. Right. And who cares? You know? he's, he's, he, he just kind of proved how irrelevant he is. Well, and so he got joined in by uh, uh, Joni Mitchell. Again, again irrelevant. Same thing. Um, and Nils Lofgren. I don't even know who that is. I mean, the name sounds familiar, yeah. but so there's been talk that like the Foo Fighters were jumping in, but uh, um, Raven sent it, sent me a Glenn Greenwald article that Glenn is just going off on these guys, you know, about what they're doing. And Glenn's not exactly a righty, you know, uh, a gay lefty is really what he is, but uh, he's a classic liberal. And he said, it's not going to be very long before we see the tipping point here and saying they'll switch from. Well, if you're still on Spotify as an artist or a content creator, then you are then you are endorsing Joe Rogan. Yeah, they're they're desperate to shut. They I, by they I mean the the leftist machine, the Democrats, the the deep staters, all that kind of shit. They're desperate to shut someone like Joe Rogan down because he has people like the man who helped invent the mnra vaccine technology. And was candid about it, and wasn't you know didn't wasn't anti-vaccine. Said he had the vaccine himself, but he wasn't um, he wasn't uh, keen on how they were rolling it out and and, and um, pushing it on different uh, uh, um, age groups that probably didn't need it. That kind of thing. So, Dr. Robert Malone. Yeah, he's uh, basically been wiped clean of all the media. Well, and then he was like instrumental in the in creating the mRNA vaccine. Yeah. And when they said that in the they story, that. they said, no, he wasn't. He was just on the team. No, it turns out he was. Yeah, he, he was, was like, a guy. Yeah. Um, this other doctor whose name I can't find, who's one of the two reasons that uh, um, Rogan got um, kicked off. It's a cardiologist who... Um, Waiting to get kicked off. 
Well, they're trying to get Rogan right. kicked off. So this cardiologist came on and said basically that, you know, there's problems with the vaccine and um, myocarditis and heart yeah. issues and things like that. And they said, yeah, well, that guy's fringe. He is the most published um, cardiologist in the history of medicine. So this would be, I said this before the show, akin to saying Isaac Asimov is a fringe science fiction writer. Uh, William Shakespeare is a fringe literature figure. Yeah. It, it's so stupid. And they just keep saying this stuff. Well, and then they keep saying this whole... Um you know, misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. Um, a lot of these guys are giving true information. Like, you can look it up. It's true information. And then they're following it up with an opinion. And they tell you that it's an opinion. So they're, what, what they're trying to say is you have opinions that we find dangerous and you can't, you can't espouse those. Well, and then, I mean, let's not forget that basically everything they said about COVID has been wrong right from the beginning. So it's been misinformation from the CDC from the beginning. So we can come back to that. Fuck. But this letter that was signed by the doctors, first of all, it was 270 doctors have signed this. Well, some of them are medical doctors and some of them are PhDs and a bunch of them are just healthcare workers and college Was Dr. Jill Biden one of them? I'm sure she was. You know, she's a doctor. You have to say doctor. Dr. Jill, Jill Biden. Biden. Yes. Yeah, see? You've According to now. Whoopi, she's a, an amazing surgeon. You didn't kowtow when you said it. Whoopi said she's a surgeon? Did you remember that? No. On The View, they were talking about how who should be the new surgeon general. And uh, and that I can't remember. It was like last year, I think. And they were all cackling like they all do and, and talking about it. And Whoopi or someone brought up, oh, it should be Dr. Jill Biden. And uh, and they're like, oh, well, she's not really a medical, medical doctor. She's, oh, she's an amazing, amazing surgeon. That's what Whoopi said. And then somebody said, no, she's not a medical doctor. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> Whoopi's an idiot. Oh, my God. She's so dumb. Um, anyway, so um, I know you can't, you can't read this chart I was pulling up, but you can see it. From here yep. okay so for those of you who can't see this this is um a q1 2021 media ratings so this breaks down listeners per podcast and joe rogan is 11 million so the next it's a anytime he posts 11 million people listen to it the next closest person is tucker carlson with 3.24 million per episode now some people will say well tucker's a nightly tv show and rogan's a podcast yeah but at the same time all of tucker's episodes are put up on youtube so you can go watch them i'm sure they throw that in you know with their numbers so um but let's just say even it's not exactly the same uh the next is the five also on fox 2.9 million hannity 2.4 i don't know why anyone would watch it um Fox News Primetime, 2.37. The Ingram Angle, 2.35. The Rachel Maddow Show, 2.2. She's, she's about as, as close to misinformation as you can get. Now, let's come back to Rachel here. Uh, Rachel, in March, said that, uh, hey, you get the vaccine. You're golden. You're, you're not going to spread it. You're not going to get it. Because if you get it, it ends with you right there. It doesn't mutate and go off to somebody else. It ends right mm -hmm. there. Oh, she was very sure of herself. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the science says. Yep. That turns out to be absolute bullshit. All the vaccine does for you at this point 
Uh, and last I recall reading, they can't quantify how well it protects you from getting it. But they said basically at this point it stops you from probably have to having to be hospitalized. Yeah, and then but then on the other hand, there's um, significant numbers of people that have gotten it without the vaccine haven't had to get hospitalized. So it right. doesn't fucking matter. Right. Well, it matters, but. I mean, in, are, in, in the, in the cases of the society as a whole, it doesn't matter right. for, for people in at risk. Sure. Yeah. You are less likely to be hospitalized after taking the vaccine, but it doesn't appear that it can stop you at all from getting it. And it doesn't appear that it can stop you from spreading it. And before the vaccine was even out, we were getting all these reports of people being asymptomatic that, that were getting it and didn't even know that, or they had the sniffles. So even then, how is the vaccine going to prevent that person from from being being um, uh, any are going to get them any less sick? No, they barely were sick to begin with. So it's just a it's just a, a hit and miss. It's a it's a roulette. Look, you've got to wear your mask. Oh, fuck him. In fact, two masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be better to have three masks and be protected. Mm-hmm. And why is Rand Paul picking on me? Yep. Because you're a fucking liar. Yeah. That's why. He's a bureaucrat, an evil little fucking bureaucrat. He is. That's what he is. He's the he's the definition of evil bureaucrat. And in case anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, it's Dr. Fauci. Oh, that was a spot on impersonation. The really? thought he was in the room with us. I was shooting for a Bill Clinton impression right there. So what, what made <laughs> me, and I actually wasn't really following the Joe Rogan um you know, fiasco all that much, you know, I'd like hear it, but I wouldn't like seek it out, you know? Um, but then one of our, our friends on Facebook, liberal, one of my last liberal Facebook friends, I don't have that many anymore. I've purged quite a bit (laughs) or they purged me mostly, um, said, uh, Spotify decided to choose Rogan over young. I choose to cease giving Spotify any of my money. And you just want to say to this guy, tell me why. No, I want to say Spotify doesn't care. Yeah. Spotify paid Joe Rogan a, a hundred million dollars. That's allegedly the amount that he got in this contract to be exclusive with Spotify. You still get the Joe Rogan podcast for free on Spotify. You just have to pay to belong to Spotify, which is like 12 bucks a month or something like that. Yeah. Listen, there's a free version of Spotify. If you're going to start, yeah, but you don't have access to everything. Right. If you're going to start, and I think Rogan's stuff is behind that paywall, but if you're going to start sort of selecting everyone in and out of your life, basically by what their politics might have been in a certain section of their life, you know, you're never going to get anywhere. You're going to become so insular, you can't do anything. Right. I mean, great example. I hate Apple products. I, I hate them. I've never had one that worked right. They bug the shit out of me. Not a fan either. Everybody else in my family has them. All my friends have them. It's like a little cult. And many of them will admit that. They'll be like, well, but all this stuff works together really well. Yeah, that's the feature they sell it on. I hate Apple stuff. I own Apple stock. You know why? It makes money. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what I'm buying it for. I have stock in Coke, and I think Coke is their, you know, with their uh, be less white to their employees and stuff. If I just went, well, I'm washing my hands of everything like that, it's you're not going to get anywhere. Um, well, they need. I mean, they do need to feel when there's a majority of people that that aren't with their bullshit that people should actually divest from them. 
as well, much as they can. And the difference to me is something like, um, oh, I lost the name of that spice company. Oh, yeah, yeah. That basically came out. Said all, so, all Republicans are racist. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, it's all, a big all, spice company. It was all Republicans are Republicans and all Republicans are racist. I mean, it was, yeah, that's what the CEO tweeted because he okay. was just trying to be cute. So they lost about half their business because, coincidentally, half the country is Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, and they uh, – so now he's begging people to, well, buy gift cards so you can buy stuff later. Look, you went woke. You're probably going to go broke. Because well, who's that's he, who's he begging to buy gift cards? Just the people that are still with him? Yep, fans of the – So they've lost so much money. They're like, hey, you know – I don't know if they've lost product, money, but, but their sales have dropped drastically. Okay. Because they started having uh, political opinions. Well, my problem right now it, with the Rogan thing is he's starting to kind of like back, not back, but he's kind of man, bowing, bowing to the pressure. See, I don't think he is. I, I him, him agreeing to to be to bring more people on the show that would be uh, that would be the um, the opposite side of what he listens to. That that's that's count or that's 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 buckling under because that's not who he wants on his show he wants people on the show he finds interesting now he feels like he has to put people on to to counter the people he's at on well and i think you could look at it like that i don't think it's weak on his part i'm not saying he's like no i buckling under because out of weakness i'm thinking because of his relationship with spotify and doesn't want to like you know make a big deal for spotify he just wants to go okay what's the easiest way to kind of make this quiet down well, it's still, I mean, it's still, it's, part of that's going to happen anyway. I mean, if you work at a job and, you know, you're free with your political opinions all the time, and after a while your boss goes, hey, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but how about you tone it down a little? Right, but his whole persona is having people on that he finds interesting. Right. And so if he has to bring people on, he's he got to bring uh, somebody like Fauci on to, to go over the other side. But and you don't think you don't think even before this, if he could have had Fauci on, he wouldn't have he, loved to he have would, him on. Yeah, and and he would he would he would call him on every bullshit, every See, bit of bullshit. But I think yeah. I think it fits into the vein of what he says. I want to have interesting people on. If he has this guy on because the guy says the mRNA vaccine doesn't really work. And the guy goes, yep, here, lays it all out. And Joe hears a bunch of people going, no, 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 that guy's wrong. He'll be like, I could see him being like, okay, interesting. I'm going to have this guy on. I didn't know about him until everybody screamed yeah. about this guy. So I'm not going to give him too much shit for that. But No, I, I wasn't. I didn't want to come across as if like, oh, you know, I heard you fucking, say hate him. This fucking guy. But I heard you say I mean, he's almost but, as bad as Dan Crenshaw. But the, he kind of had to. Um, well, he didn't have to, but I, I suppose he had to in order to, you know, keep his relationship with spotify i thought what he said the way he came off was saying look i hear you i'm sorry that some people were bothered by it but i'm still gonna do me that's what i heard him say paraphrasing according to the daily caller spotify will begin attaching a warning label to content that features discussions of covid19 following backlash over its relationship with joe rogan but do you think it's gonna matter because I bet you his numbers don't change at all. Well, because no. the people who liked Rogan are gonna are gonna listen. And Greg Gutfeld brought up a great point of this. He goes, I like Rogan. He goes, I'm a fan. But his podcasts are three hours long. He goes, I don't have that kind of time. He said, So I hear maybe one in five of these things. And I listen to I listen to the ones I'm really interested. I would love to know what percentage of people who are pissed off at Rogan, like our friend actually listened to that episode or they just heard clips and the outrage mob told them they They should storm the castle yeah they heard out of context clips for sure 
Absolutely. Or, or they may not even heard the clips. They just heard, you know, their, their, the talking heads on the left just telling them what to think. Well, it's like Dave Chappelle said when he wasn't apologizing for his comments he made. That, by the way, if you watch the special, was very pro-trans. Um, he made a joke. People make jokes at other people's expense all the time. But he came back and he said, listen, I will meet with whoever from the trans community wants to meet. He goes, but two conditions. One, uh, it's at the time and place of my choosing because I'm not going to be summoned. And two, he goes, you actually have to watch the special, which was a great way of saying, you motherfuckers didn't even watch this. Yeah. Because they didn't. Well, I'm going to go on a little bit here because I want to talk about something they bring up in this. Uh, the company will direct, so Spotify will direct listeners to its COVID-19 hub, which provides information on the virus in a COVID-19 advisory on every podcast episode that features discussions of COVID-19. Uh, the CEO, Daniel Eck, announced that on his blog post Sunday. Um, and then they also published platform rules as part of the announcement, which is good to have platform rules that are yeah. concrete and written down, which like YouTube doesn't have. Which it appears Rogan didn't violate any of. Yeah. So here's the uh, quotes here. The new effort to combat misinformation will roll out to countries around the world in the coming days, Eck wrote. To our knowledge, this content advisory is the first of its kind by a major po- podcast platform. You know, go blow yourself. But uh, Spotify was subject to criticism because of all the stuff that Joe, people at Joe Rogan had on. Um, Coalition of Medical Professionals signed on to a letter, which you talked about, demanding that they crack down on, on COVID-19 quote-unquote misinformation, citing Rogan by name. And uh, then we talked about Neil, Neil Young. So here's another quote by Eck. Based on the feedback over the last several weeks, it's been become clear to me that we have an obligation to do more to provide balance and access to widely accepted information from the medical and scientific community communities guiding us through this unprecedented time. No, you fucking don't. This is his show where it's called the Joe Rogan experience. He talks about shit. He wants to talk about. There's plenty of fucking mainstream bullshit out there from the government on down to fucking, uh, uh, uh what's her name from, uh, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, Rachel Maddow, all the way down to, to her that, all, all talk about everything the mainstream wants you to hear about COVID. So this, 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 even though Joe Rogan's got the largest um, podcast uh, in the nation, his numbers of people getting his message are minuscule as as opposed to the fucking government messages out there. So fuck off with that. I know. That's what irritates me. This this capitulation bullshit. Well, but again, so um, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a. He was a former army ranger and he even said he goes listen i used to be he goes i've always been on the right i've always been like stop taking all my money uh you know government waste cash my taxes are too high uh we got too much regulation on stuff and i don't care who you fuck okay i mean that's where he was and he says i gotta be honest i keep going farther right all the time and so he and I were talking. I said, well, what about these, you know, 40 to 60 Navy SEALs that they were going to kick out of the SEALs for not getting the vaccine? And he said, let me tell you something. He goes, the military is probably 30% leftist, 70%, you know, sort of died in the wool conservatives. He said, these guys in the special forces, all to the right, all of them. And I'm thinking, are those the guys you want 
kicked out of the military? Are those the guys you want uh, frustrated and unhappy and loose in a population with a network of guys who know how to communicate and stay under the radar? And Because if shit ever does go down, like a January 6th, you don't want those guys playing for the other team. And that's what they're doing to all of these people. Yep. And, you know, look at the people they've gone for, though. They've gone for Glenn Greenwald and Matt Taibbi, um, you know, Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, all people who considered themselves firmly on the left. I've said all along, I don't think Tim and Joe were based on what they think, but because they describe themselves basically like I would describe myself. And then they say, but I'm on the left. So I think they're in the middle or on the right. But now the left is coming for him. Tim Poole flat out say, I used to be a Bernie guy, and he goes, no way, never again. And he's pro-Trump, he's pro-DeSantis, he's on the right. What's going to happen when they start coming for people on the right who really are – I'm trying to say this without sounding conspiratorial, inflammatory, or revolutionary – um, people who are ready to have the fight, you know, like, so the people who were at January 6th, for the most part, were just either protesting, showing some support or, uh, LARPing. Most of the people there were there as a, ra- just rallying to try. Right. That's it. And some of the ones who were wearing this, wearing the tactical gear and everything, kind of larping yeah you know and there were some people who did some stupid stuff in there like look if you got let into the capitol i can see getting swept up in that when you start putting your feet up on nancy pelosi's desk and all that you're you're gonna get in some trouble and yeah. or when you're climbing down the wall in the senate chamber you're gonna get did in you trouble. hear the latest in ashley babbitt by the way real quick what um she's not dead well you know there's thousands of hours of video that the fbi is not releasing to um, I don't know. To any, there, there's requests out there to get this video, where there's all the hours of video they're not getting it, and some of it shows that she was in the moments before her death. She was actually telling the people that were like kind of getting uh, overboard and trying to break down the doors. She was telling them to stop, and she you could tell she realized she was in a in a bad situation there. So what the videos now I haven't seen it, but I've seen people talk about it. Um, the video shows is that she was actually vocalizing saying hey telling these people that we're getting aggressive to stop and then once she realized that this was a bad situation to be in she was trying to extract herself she was trying to get away mm-hmm. it turns out when she went through that window now i don't know for sure that's not 100 percent, but that she wasn't just trying to breach the uh the capital she was actually trying just to get out of that situation damn you sir that capital policeman shot her as a hero i fucking hate that guy by the way <laughs> i think a lot of people I, do. I saw him and i saw him give his little fucking interview i fucking hate him yeah he's a piece of shit absolutely all right um so anywhere what where was i before? sorry <laughs> oh, okay so the january 6th people it it was it was protesting in theater that's all it was if you really think that something like that could happen, that people could overtake the government and everything, the kinds of people that can do it are the kinds of people you're kicking out of the military. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, okay, so let's just say, you know, you've got a thousand people storming the uh, Capitol there, right? 
just with signs and banners and all that stuff, or 100 special forces troops, what's going to go south a lot faster? Yep. And that, that's going to be ugly. And that's where they're pushing people. And you can't, you can't keep pushing people like that. And the left just keeps doubling down on everything. You know, they, they can't get away from it. And they, they continue to say stupid stuff. Like uh, AOC today said, uh, or yesterday said the uh, inflation is all just corporate greed. They're just, you know, they're taking advantage of it and they're price gouging. I'm, you studied economics in college, supposedly. Yeah, but it's liberal professors that have their fucking bullshit that are, that are teaching these kids this bullshit, too. So without any, you know, these, these, these broke, these broke financial professors, you know, professors that are talking about finance and they're broke or, you know, they're only have living off the salary from the college. Yeah. You know, those who, uh, those who uh, can't teach or whatever the thing is. What's yeah. Those who can do those who can't teach. Yeah. You remember, you know, we were talking about Joe Rogan and, and having, you know, the backlash. Did you hear what happened to uh, Dan Bongino, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he kicked off YouTube completely. And what? And why was that again? COVID misinformation, quote unquote. And then uh, Google kicked him uh, off of it, their ads platform days after YouTube banned because Google is YouTube, basically. By the way, not to not to distract you, but for those people out there who don't listen to Sticks, Hex, and Hammer, you should. What is Sticks' thing, though, about purposefully mispronouncing some people's names? Oh, I didn't notice that. I, I, you know what? Matt Walsh does it all the time too. But uh, you I can didn't tell notice sticks, it with sticks. Bonino. That's oh, does he? Yeah, Bonino. I didn't. I didn't even notice that. It's like you hear him say his own name. Everybody else yeah. says his own name, and you keep calling him Bonino. That's funny. He does that with everybody. Huh? I, I, I didn't notice it. Very subtle then. Yeah. No. Well, Walsh does it purposefully. So it's he, like Pisaki and uh, Camilla. I mean, he, he he does that stuff on purpose. So isn't it? Isn't it Camilla? Uh, I don't even know anymore what it is. <laughs> um, She's the vice president. So, you know. Yeah, what I heard was Bongino posted something and then said, I'm only going to be posting to Rumble, which he has a financial stake in, like he did with Parler. And then YouTube said, you can't post on anything else. So he posted it on Google, and they went, okay, well, you're done. Yeah. One of his uh, YouTube channels had initially been suspended for posting content that questioned the efficacy of masks. For preventing the spread of COVID nineteen, which is why uh, Rand Paul got taken down too. Yeah. Oh boy, you know, and then maybe maybe he should uh, get a deal with Spotify. Who? <laughs> On Gino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, the problem is you're still you're still going to see this minority mewing class who's going to sit there and scream about all this stuff. Um, and you know, I was just thinking about our friend who said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to drop my Spotify. I would just, I want to post on there and go, well, I just signed up. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Me and a friend of mine. Yeah. By the way, and my family. Yeah. Sign yeah. my kids up. They get, uh, we get three Spotify accounts now. <laughs> the Bongino Report Twitter account posted a tweet Friday mocking Google for the ban, tweeting, because Google banned him too, tweeting that Bongino's colleagues deeply appreciate your efforts to try to silence us. The suspension was celebrated by Nandini Jami, co-founder of Check My Ads, a left-wing activist group that works to demonetize conservative sites. Holy shit, we did it. Dan Bongino's website has been kicked off of Google, uh, Google Eads, the Jami tweeted Friday. 
It's a final devastating blow to his ad-funded business tool. Is it? No. Is it really? Because isn't he on Fox's streaming service? But the fact that there's these fuckers that have uh, their little activist groups that that their work is to demonetize conservatives. Well, but they're working for the man. They're working for for big government, and and they act like they're these rebels. Going back to Rogan again, so all of this uproar over Joe Rogan. How many more viewers do you think he's gotten because of this? Yeah, I don't know. Let's say going by this, eleven million people watched that episode with that doctor about the mRNA thing. If you believe that, let's just say 30% of the country thinks that the masks and the vaccine are bullshit, okay? So 30% of 325 million people is close to 100 million people. A little more. A little less. My math. Anyway. How many? So that's 10 times the amount based on these numbers who would have seen that anyway. How many of those people went and watched it? How many views do you think that thing has now? The more you focus on something and say you can't have it, the more people well, want it. What's the Streisand effect, they call it. Right, but it's also just basic human nature. Yeah. Wasn't that the, uh, didn't South Park come up with the Streisand effect? I can't remember where it came up from, but she had some property that she was trying to keep secret. And the harder she tried to clamp down on people that were trying to show pictures of it or tell where it was, the more people knew about it <laughs> and learned about it. So yeah, the Streisand effect. Put your head down and keep going. Yeah. It'll go away. Look, all of the, we said it earlier, all of this stuff they've said about COVID has been wrong. Right. It's not going, it wasn't going to kill three and a half million people. The original numbers were two and a half to three and a half million. Tim Walls said it was going to kill 75,000 or 95,000. I think it was 75,000. Actually, it was like 78 or something. Governor of Minnesota said it was going to kill that many people. Minnesotans? Yeah, it yeah. didn't even kill 10% of them. But it numbers. did kill a lot of uh, elderly in the uh, old folks' homes that he that he uh, transferred patients to. Hey, now, that's misinformation. Um, people are going to say, no, that was uh, Cuomo. It was, no, it was both of them. Yeah, it was both <laughs> of them. Well, uh, Gretchen Whitmer did it, too, yeah. in Michigan. Yep. Anyway, so how many people are going to listen to that thing now? What you try and vilify... All you're doing is reinforcing people on the other side to watch it and people in the middle to say, what's all the what's all the ruckus about? I'm going to go check that out for myself. So every time you hit him with this stuff or Dan Bongino with this stuff, it gets better for them. You know? Yeah. I mean, they wanted to try it with Mike Lindell and MyPillow. He, he's not gone. You know, well, we're not going to have him at Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay. Look, he just went and started selling it himself. Yeah, he's at Menards. Yeah. Rogan could probably say, you know what, Spotify, keep your damn money. Uh, we'll split it. I'll take half of it. And uh, which between having the $100 million plus some, uh, plus some stock options, he's, he can probably walk out of there with 50 to $100 million after taxes. So... Probably closer to 50, but still. He's got more money than he can spend. And if he still wants to do this, what's he going to do? He's going to do the same thing Adam Carolla did. He's going to build a, his own studio. Oh, wait, he did that. And he's just going to start putting this stuff out himself. Yeah. And but, guess what? People will find it. And the left, But the left won't stop trying to suppress stuff like that by, you know, you've got the, uh, the money, the banks that have shut down people from being able to process money paypal uh, chase 
Wells Fargo, all these, all these banks have shut down certain people for not doing anything illegal, just for their politics. Um, and then, um, the, the, what's it called? The, um, the, the sites that actually host all the, uh, all the, um, different sites. I can't remember what you call that. The, you know, you've got all your websites, but then you've got the, the, the company or the companies that mm-hmm. actually process all that. They've been stepping in and going, no, you can't even make your own website. We're shutting you down. You're getting off or, or off the servers and everything. It's like, it's really difficult for, for, you have to find a lot of workarounds and you have to be very tenacious to keep, you know, so it can be disheartening and, right. and shut people down, especially if they're not big and powerful. If they I get have, that. They have still have to feed their family. I get that. But if you do it to someone like Rogan, yeah. who is big and powerful, he's going to find a way. Yeah. And then it's just going to happen. But the, I mean, the, locals only started because they were shutting all the people on the right, right. down. Yeah. You know, Rumble is start is getting busy because they're shutting everybody down. If you look at my uh, YouTube list of all the people I've, all the channels I've followed, um, I bet over half of them have been completely nuked, taken off. Well, that Taiwanese spanking site yeah, is yeah. just, that's... <laughs> the mukbang. <laughs> no, that's not what that is. No? Some of it is. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I want to move. We need to move on a couple other um, topics here. Um, I've got to one. Well, we usually wouldn't get to this by until the end, so I want to just get this out of the way. Did you hear about this 26-year-old biological male that was sentenced to a girls' juvenile hall for molesting a child? Uh, what was the sex of the child that that person molested? Uh, and I'm going to say he. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a he. I'm sure it was a girl, but here's, here's the deal. It was Los Angeles County district attorney, George Gascon refused to prosecute Tubbs as an adult. And this district attorney was one of the ones that was put in by George Soros money. Mm-hmm. And the George Soros is, is he, really trying to destabilize everything he, he touches. He won one, uh, one, um, recall election, but now they're having another one. Yeah. He's, he's going to be gone. This is from alpha news. An adult biological male child molester will be housed in a juvenile detention facility for girls. Now, I I can't I can't believe this will actually happen. But this is this is you on can't? paper. I can't. I can't believe anybody working at the facility would go, yeah, the, you, you know, know what I'm saying? You know who's got to hate all of this stuff more than anybody? The Onion. Yeah, Cuz yeah. the Onion can't write yeah. any articles anymore or Babylon B. Well, Babylon V does a good job of sort of mocking. So, that stuff. but but you can't think people like working as guards or, or working with with the with the um, um, the detention facility for girls would would look at this and go, "Well, they told me I have to do it, so I have to do it." No, I, I just can't believe it'll happen. But an adult biological male child molester will be housed in a juvenile detention detention facility for girls because he began identifying as a woman after being taken into custody. James Tubbs, a 26 year old who now goes by Hannah pled guilty to molesting a 10-year-old girl when he was two weeks shy of 18. Prosecutors said that Tubbs grabbed the 10-year-old victim by the throat, locked her in a bathroom stall, and put his hands down her pants. Tubbs did not claim to be a woman until after he was taken into custody for the attack, prosecutors told Fox News. Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon and I don't know if I'm pr- yeah, pronouncing that right, Gascon, refused, refused to prosecute Tubbs as an adult. Uh, quote, this clearly shows you the dangerous aspect of the blanket policies of George Gascon. Prosecutor John 
Hatami told the Los Angeles Times. Here you have a person who has committed at least two separate sexual assaults of young girls, who is now 26 years old, has a history of violent conduct in the past. This is not somebody who should appear in the juvenile system. De uh, Deputy District Attorney Shi Sana told Fox News that two years is the maximum sentence for any juvenile in the program over the age of 25. Tubbs' criminal record includes arrest for battery, drug possession, and probation violations, as well as a conviction for assaults with a deadly weapon and a separate allegation of sexually assaulting a minor, which never resulted in prosecution, according to Los Angeles Times. Well, I think the tide is turning on this stuff, though, because I mean, not to equate these two things, but that that uh, male swimmer on the UPenn team, mm -hmm. the women's team, uh, Leah Thomas, is a guy, you know and was smashing all these records and everything. And then he got beat by a woman transitioning to a man. Everyone goes, oh, we'll see. Turns out it Collusion. looks like they might have been friends and they because they were talking happen. before yeah. the race and that they might have arranged for the other one to win. Because he just so happened to, to race a lot slower than usual. Yeah. So, um, you know, now you're seeing some of the parents of these kids on the teams coming out and saying, hey, this is wrong. We can't be doing this. So Michael Phelps, you know, the most decorated Olympic athlete in the history of the world came out and had a real sort of milquetoast statement. It did a great job of staying right in the middle and not having any conviction whatsoever said, Hey, look, you know, it, I've, I've swum, I've never swum in a clean field. I've got, I think I have, you know, there's always been somebody who's doping and blah, 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 but he didn't really say whether he was for Leah Thomas or against, he just kind of wanted to just stay out of it. Well, now, apparently, this woman who says she was his ex-girlfriend, which is he's never admitted to that. But she's like, oh, so you can be with me and say, you know, I'm a woman and that's cool, but you're not going to stand up for women's rights. And I was like, he wasn't standing up or sitting down for anything. He was as vanilla as his statement could be. And now there's a lot of women who are coming out saying we will not be erased. Yeah, he, shouldn't, he actually shouldn't be vanilla. He shouldn't be fence sitting on this. Right. You've got... I mean, if you're in his position and you go on to be interviewed, don't go on there to contribute nothing. Right. You know? Just say, I don't want to comment. Yeah, I can't I don't get wanna, into that. I don't want to, no pun intended, I don't want to wade into this. I just want to stay out. You know, don't make a big deal of getting mic'd up and all that stuff to sit yeah. there and say, I don't have an opinion. If the, uh, if the uh, interviewer said, well, what are your thoughts on abortion? You go, I'm not, this is not the format I want to talk about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so you're seeing feminists and, uh, you know, real conservatives lining up together against this stuff. Um, I mean, this is how the whole turf thing started with, uh, you know, you're not saying women are, uh, real, there's real women and there's, you know, fake women. and uh, women Look, are, you're not a real lesbian unless you'll sleep with a woman with a penis. <laughs> So Matt Walsh went on Dr. Phil's show. And he was with those two people, a couple of guys. Non-conforming Well, I think the, I, the one is a guy. I think I don't know what the one named Ethan was. I don't know if that's a woman transitioning to a man or whatever. Um, but, you know, those two people were like, we were traumatized after this. You know, we didn't, we didn't know what was going on. We thought we'd just, you know, go on there and have our point of view. And Matt Walsh said, no, we got bios on who everybody was. Yeah. He goes, and they probably didn't know who I was, but you're seeing the tide turning here, I think. And people just aren't putting up with this anymore. But one of the UPenn female swimmers came out, and I don't know if this is true, 
but she said when uh, Leah Thomas was on the men's team, he, I, I don't know what, I can't remember what his other name was. His dead name. I can't remember what it was. Otherwise, I'd call him by it. Um, actually, I wouldn't because he wants to be called Leah. I'll call him Leah, but still a guy. Um, one of the swimmers on the team, excuse me, said he wasn't competitive as a guy. And I don't know if that's true or not. I know he's like second team all Ivy League, but hmm. Ivy League's not known for being a swimming powerhouse. Yep. Another subject you said? Yeah. Uh, did you hear about this? Uh, well, I did want to talk about the uh, Bre- uh, Bremer um, retiring and how Biden. Breyer. Breyer, sorry. I would say Bremer. Uh, how, and how Biden wants to make sure that a uh, um, black female gets in there. Mm-hmm. We, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, so we don't have to get into that too much. It's just, uh, you know, uh, Psaki. <laughs> tried to play it off like saying, well, you know, Reagan said that he was only going to pick from a, from a, um, from women when he Crow. made his, yeah. Crow. 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 Uh, that's a good, good Pisaki. Um, but I don't really have a, a lot more to say other than this is anti, it's basically, it's, it's racism. It's, it's anti-whiteism. Basically it's, it's what's been going on forever where, uh, it's okay to, to, uh, discredit, occlude whites or try to change the demographics of an area that's majority white that's okay that's totally fine but anything else is considered um you know uh, racism i don't look i don't care if she's a woman i don't care if she's a black woman i I wouldn't care either all i want is the most qualified person just like i want i I think justice uh, uh, thomas is is uh is a good justice not because he's black but because of the way he adjudicates Mm-hmm. Um, if it was a black woman, that Joy Behar says he doesn't even try and represent the black community. Yeah. You don't. Ha- you shouldn't. Isn't this you funny? Fucking shouldn't. But isn't this funny? A white woman mm-hmm. is telling the black man how he's not black enough yeah. for her. Well, it's like those two uh, two broads, those two old broads that got on the elevator with the black guy that was a delivery guy, and he he wasn't masked, and they were. And then they're like just going, uh, just cawing at him and, and, and screeching. And, and then they start hitting him. And he's like, what are you doing? Stop hitting me. And they're like, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> You're like, I just want to fucking backslap them both. Would you in that situation? I think I might. Yeah. I think at this I point, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm afraid if I get in those situations, I'm going to jail. I don't react well to being like punched and slapped at and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it would be a double slap. It'd be a double backhand from one face to the next on those two. I saw some video of a woman who was taking mail out of somebody's mailbox. And the guy comes up and he's like, um, that's my mail. She goes, uh, no, it's not. He goes, yeah, it's my mail. You just took it out of my box. He's like, it's mine. And she goes uh, and drops it and falls down and goes, oh, oh. He goes, you realize I'm filming this, right? <laughs> he wasn't anywhere near her. She's like, she's like, oh, oh, yeah. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm, also, I'm so tired of pointing it out. The, the, the racism. The, how this, it's actually illegal, for what they're doing. Well, yeah, there have been some uh, people who've made that. Some employment lawyers who've been made that because they said you can't hire in based any on other race. circumstances. You can't say I'm gonna. I'm going to hire based on that. And now there's a case in front of the court that's basically going to fly in the face of uh, of affirmative action. It's in front of the Supreme Court about can college, it was brought on by the irony of it, Asian students yeah. who are being excluded from like MIT and all that because they're saying, hey, we already have a certain amount of people we want. And there's nothing in their 
There's nothing in their enrollment materials to say we're only going to have this percentage of people, you know, and even if they did, I'm not sure you can do it. But so they're suing saying I have all of the qualifications you need and you're excluding me by my race. And I think even Roberts is going to go, oh, I got a point. He, he has to. If he, I mean, that's, I don't know. Even a layman understands that this is nonsense, that it's hypocritical. Yeah. Um, well, the a, um, it, uh, a private company, private university, all that has every right to discriminate based on whatever they want, as long as it's not race, religion, all the things outlined, you know, by the law. You can, you can go based on height or eye color or anything like that, but race is specifically one of the things that's called out. And so to say they won't take people who have the qualifications but they're not the right race and take someone who has lower qualifications because they are the right race, I think the court's going to shoot that down. So what you're telling me is, is the Biden administration or Biden should have said, I'm only going to choose from a pool of people that have kinky black hair, brown eyes, and um, like to eat watermelon. <laughs> he knew you were going to go there. That's what, what, that's what you were saying. I knew is, you is were going to do that. I knew you were going to do the watermelon thing. <laughs> okay, fried chicken. Sorry. Wasn't it? Wasn't it uh, Dave Chappelle who always like he said that joke about fried chicken and watermelon? He goes, "Yeah, we like it because it's fucking delicious." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. He's right. <laughs> yep. All right. There's another uh, article from Alpha News. Illegal migrants can use arrest because this kind of segue into the oh my problem god, at the border. I heard this. this Illegal is migrants can use arrest warrants as ID at airport security. The TSA says you can use a document that shows that you're in the country illegally and you violated the law to prove that you are allowed to fly and pl- because you don't have ID. Yeah, the Transportation Secretary uh, Security Administration, TSA, disclosed to a congressional office that migrants flying without proper identification can use an arrest warrant as an alternate form of identification when presenting an airport So security. here's my question, okay? I'm about to blow your mind. Are you ready for this? Sure. So if it's too hard for illegals to get identification and they need identification— and this qualifies as identification. Isn't it racist to not arrest them? Mm. Because you're denying them the paperwork that they need <laughs> by not arresting them? I love it, yeah. Mind blown. You got me. I like it. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> arrest me, fucking racist. <laughs> Oh boy! But yeah. they don't—they don't think this stuff out, and you know why they get caught in this, for lack of a better word, a lie. It's not really technically a lie, but I mean, Mark Twain has a great line about his many great lines, but one is the less you lie, the less you have to remember. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's the same thing we talk about this all the time: is principles. If you just stick to your principles, you don't get caught up in these logic loops because you always come back to, no, this is how I believe. And they're always trying to manipulate this a certain, no, you don't need ID, but that counts as ID. And no, you should be able to enter the country, but not illegally. But, you know, the, it all gets jumbled up and somewhere that logic gets twisted up and it counter, contradicts itself. And because they're trying so hard to maneuver through all of these things and be woke and politically correct, they have no principles and they get caught in this stuff all the time. 
if you follow that logic loop, I'm absolutely right. To not arrest them is to deprive them of the identification they need to move about the country. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, and then, but they really don't even need that any kind of ID because they've proven that they're just putting them on these secret private contractor flights and oh, what? dropping Did, them. Did like somebody film it or something? And dropping them into airports while they're closed. Did someone film it or something? I mean, it might it might have happened. Did we talk about that last time? Deep fake. No, we didn't because it hadn't happened when yeah. we talked about it. So those. yeah, so police officers showed up at an airport that was closed with uh, with air, airplane on the tarmac unloading. And where um, was the Westchester County? I don't know where that yeah, is. Yeah, I can't remember. But the the officers like you know what's we you understand why we're here? This is not this is like a security risk. This is a problem. And the guys like the contractors like yeah. I mean I I loaded up a basketball team that had more security than this before. Goes, this is nuts. And they're like yeah. But look who's that? Look who's president now? That's what the contractor was saying. Like yeah. And then he's like, not. well, why don't these people have ID? And the dude's like, come on, man. He's yeah. like, really? Yeah. He says. I mean, and basically, when one another another contractor said um, to one of the officers, he goes, "Yeah, it's basically a betrayal of the American of the American people." Yeah, what's happening here? He said, "Nobody." He goes, "Why don't these people have ID?" And the guy says, "Come on, man." Well, because then they would show that the president is basically right. betraying the country. Yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, Hennepin County is no longer going to honor warrants for illegal immigrants. You hear about that? Yeah, it's right in our neck of the woods. Yeah. So you know the. The December depending on depending on who the sheriff is, though. Yeah, true. Uh, and I can't imagine we're going to be keeping the Hennepin County Sheriff uh, status quo as is any much longer. Well, the Fingers liberal crossed. who is going to run is worse. Yeah, she's a black woman who is, uh, in my opinion, just a flat-out racist. Oh yeah. I- so we'll see who runs against like, like right. most like like the city council like Minneapolis city council are flat out racist yeah A- anti anti every race but black is what they are they they don't like Asians they don't like Hispanics yeah, are, they don't like whites they just, when are we gonna finally yeah. come out and say that you know they're black supremacists basically racism the the accusation of racism is generally leveled by people who say you're being unfair to black people did you hear because black people don't mind saying it to, they don't mind. Um, you know, some of these groups, the, the NAACP doesn't mind shitting all over Asian and Hispanic people. Did you hear the ADL change their definition of racism? Anti-Defamation League? Mm-hmm. To what? Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick because it's ridiculous. Uh, so they, here we go. ADL went ahead and changed the definition of racism. Uh, over the past few days, they... ADL has been getting quite a bit of attention. That's because they went and changed the definition of racism to make it more racist. (laughs) Their website page on racism defines the concept as, here's the quote, the marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on a socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. Oh my God. Yep. It singles out white people. (laughs) They got screenshots of it here too on this, uh, on townhall.com. Uh, that's that's the that under big headline. If you look up there, what their definition of words are, racism. That's so basically, it's only only white people can be racist. Uh, let's see here. See what I think is going to happen. I'm I'm modifying what I said before. I'm taking it to the next step. I've said that the we're not going to. I guess this would be considered balkanizing, but it's going to be more geographic separation. You know, it's going to be red people move to red areas and blue people move to blue areas and everything. But the blue areas are going to be concentrated in these large cities, 
which aren't going to have the economic base to run the way they are, and they're going to fall apart. Well, and so the liberals will be the last ones fleeing those. But they will flee them to, like all the people leaving California for the most part are not liberals. You know, the ones going to Texas, yes, some go to Austin. But for the most part, there are people in California who believe it's a shit show. It has been for a long time. So the statistics show that it's most people fleeing the blue areas are conservatives to other uh, conservative areas. But what they're doing is they're getting there and they're going, oh, my God, this is so nice. I'm telling you, man, when I went to Florida, it's totally different. Yeah. Nobody's wearing a mask. I mean, you see a few here and there. Yeah, we're in Minneapolis, which is just really, really badly yeah. wants to be California and 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 New York. So they they're doing everything they can to 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 shitify this city, turn it into like San Francisco, turn it into fucking New York by Hennepin County no longer honoring warrants for illegal right. immigrants. So um, people are getting out. Yeah. So the last people to leave those places are going to be the liberals. Okay. And it's, this is a zero sum game. So if California loses half their liberals, they lose half of the people who vote for them. Okay. It's not like they multiply and go somewhere else. By the way, the lefties are having way fewer kids too, um, which is good. Anyway, you're going to get these people who move to the areas that people think more like them. But I also think they're going to start to defend those areas more. In other words, they're going to realize, hey, the way we did this before was when some stupid school administrator says something, we got to stand up and scream at him, which the right hasn't done before. Yeah, know? the whole silent majority thing has to end. Yeah. Has to stop. Live and let live has got to go away. Yep. It's got to be like, no, take your stupid idea and get the fuck out. Yep. You know? And so I think... I think you will see people on the left. I mean, anecdotally, I saw a guy write an article about he left California for Texas because he couldn't stand how Texas or uh, California was. But he was like, within a year, I moved back because I couldn't stand Texas. And he was in fucking Austin. Yeah, that's a very... Very liberal area. Yeah, and that's the kind of guy that's... I mean, part of that, I think, was just for attention. I'm sure part of it was. But, well, we're coming up on time here. Uh, did you get to, did, is there anything you want to get to that we didn't? Um, in two well, minutes? Do you have we, two minutes? We didn't do the Canadian trucker thing. I'd like to yeah. do more on it next time. I don't really know what it is. I don't know if they're just protesting. I don't know if they're striking. I don't know if they're blocking stuff. Here's what I do know. It's these, a big deal. These blue-collar guys who are just sort of salt of the earth do their job. They're not heroes, but they're not fools. They're just out doing their job. And... Look, if you fi- if you aren't going out and getting your own food, uh, it's a trucker brought it to you. Mm-hmm. So let's not demean these people. Um, so whatever it is they're doing, just these people going about their business are making the f- the leader of a first world country yeah look like a fucking moron. Yeah, and if Tr- Trudeau's coming out and and talking shit about them, they must be on the right side of things. And I guess it's it's uh, sparking a lot of this um, the this kind of action in other countries even. So, yeah, I want to get back to this. Yeah, I just I don't know enough about yeah. it, you know, so yep. we'll do our research and get to that next time. All right. If you want to get in contact with us, just uh, check out the Facebook page. Yep. Best place to get in touch with us. And if you we, we'd love your topic ideas, your comments, uh, like, share, all that stuff. But it, it's very helpful for us if you can review us on iTunes and SoundCloud, especially iTunes. And uh, if it's not a five-star review, Crow's going to come looking for you. See you. Bye.